Physical healing is for our earthly tent. It's for our body and it expires, but the deep inner healing miracle that he can do affects our eternal man. And we should be in awe at the miracle that he can do on the inside and what he can heal on the inside. This is The Unseen Story, first-hand accounts that reveal God's love and power in the lives of His children. What God has done for our storytellers, He lives to do for you. Hey, everybody, we're back. Yeah, uh, part, part two, baby. Part dos. <laughs> part do. Part um, Man, okay, here's the deal. This is a part two of a healing, an inner healing and a physical healing. And if you have not listened to part one yet, go back. Stop what you're doing. Go back and listen to part one. It's a short one. Mm-hmm. Ish. Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> Depends on uh, what your idea of short is. It, but it's worth it. It's yeah. short for the content. Oh man. That's yeah, it in packs there. A it's punch. pretty short. Yeah. Um, so go listen to that and then come back and listen to part two. Yep. And part two, we are addressing the physical healing that Sarah received. Yeah. So part two of uh, Sarah's story. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. You're listening to Sarah's story. Today is the day. After going through this process, I was just like, what on earth is this? Like, I have to know this because I've been in church all my life. I'm at an amazing church, an equipping church, a sweet church, people that I love, but I've never encountered Jesus like this. But this is accessible to anyone, and this is his heart that we would encounter him this way. So I wanted to learn more. So a few weeks later, I was invited to a training for this ministry. Keep in mind, on the inside, I'm healed, but the, on the outside, I still have pots. But I did say yes to the training, and it was amazing. The second morning of the training, I got up, but my brain was so tired. And typically, if I had been doing a couple hours of brain work, I'd have to rest a whole next day. This was like, go to a conference for six or seven or eight hours, talk about very emotional things, and then get up the next morning and do it again. Like That felt really impossible for me. Um, So I was up early. I was um, just having time with Jesus, and the Holy Spirit just wrote in my heart, today's the day. And I wrote that down. I thought, oh, this is so awesome. We're going to have more inner healing. This is so great. Yay. But then almost immediately, something happened neurologically in my body, and I couldn't use my arms and my legs. They, it felt like from the inside out, every nerve was on the fritz, like bugs crawling all over my arms and legs, itching just all of a sudden like that. And I started doing spiritual battle, just praying like, I just rebuke this in the name of Jesus because this is obviously a spiritual attack because Jesus told me today's the day and I'm going to this conference, you know. And so eventually it subsided, not completely, but enough for me to leave the house. And so I I got there late. Um, But anyways, so during one of the sessions, the speaker's wife had something that she wanted to expand on. So she sort of stood up and 
I don't know these people and she doesn't know me. Um, but to the room, she just said, I don't know who this is for, but if you're struggling with post-COVID symptoms, you need to know that this is a spiritual attack. And she started listing off symptoms that was like my medical chart. And she said, there is a spiritual reason your senses are shut down and it's an attack from the enemy to limit your areas of gifting and sensing and take you out of your ministry. But God can heal it. And then she sat down. So she's on the front row. I'm in the middle. And I was like, you know those movies where it's ding, the spotlight's on you. I am sweating all of a sudden. And I just thought, she has to pray for me. So I told my friend, I'm like, I don't know who that is, but she has to pray for me. And you have to pray for me. And in my head, the Holy Spirit is screaming, like, today is the day. Today is the day. That is what came to my mind when she said that, is today is the day. So I knew it was for me. So we go to the back, and they're praying for me. And they prayed over every symptom that each system in my body would be under the complete power and authority and alignment of Jesus just casting off any of the enemy's work in my body, broke off the spirit of fear and doubt and infirmary, and just rebuking words of lifetime sickness and medical diagnosis. I remember um, she said, what's been spoken over you? What medical diagnosis has been spoken over you? And I was telling her, and we just rebuked each one that that was not from the Lord um, and declared a new word over my body of restoration and healing and freedom. And it was like, our words hold so much power. And it's like, I had given over some submission to these diagnoses and these lifetime words of death. And I had to come out of agreement with that and put myself, every thought, every everything under the complete submission of Jesus' power and his authority. And so as we were just declaring his word over my body, all the strength went out of my body. And I just remember this picture of light. I knew it was Jesus because it was him, but his face was light. He just reached towards me and put his hand on my chest like he was reaching for me. The feeling in the moment was very intense, complete peace, but I didn't necessarily feel anything in my body. So then we finished, and we just went back into the conference. Like, everything's fine. Um, (laughs) We went back into the conference, and we sat down. And I was kind of just late to the party, I guess, but I started just symptom checking. Like, wait a second, hold on, I'm not shaking. Uh, I don't have a migraine. I am not dizzy. You know, and I'm going through this list, and I'm just realizing, like, it's all gone. Wait, I think I'm healed. Wait, I am healed. Wait, Jesus healed me. <laughs> and I'm, I'm in this conference with all these people and I'm, you can't necessarily like get up and scream, but inside I was screaming. Um, that was August 7th, 2021. And um, it was really hard for my brain to catch up, but that's what happened. He completely healed me. And I haven't had anything in over over a year. Blood pressure, heart, tremors, headaches, dizziness, fatigue. Um, this is really cool. With my eyes, 
And I loved telling my students this uh, when I was able to share my story because there's medical proof. So when I was when I had pots in my eyes, how I described went so weird. I had to go to the eye doctor and try to get some type of glasses that would help level out the vision because the one eye was four times worse. And so I was wearing glasses that accommodated that. So one eye was four times worse and one was my normal prescription, which was pretty light. So the first time I was there, they remembered me because it was so dramatic and embarrassing because every time I had to like stand up and sit down from all these machines, I was browning out. And they were so worried Then I had to sit and I had to recover and it was this super exhausting thing. So when I came back, I didn't tell them anything before I got there. I was just so excited to tell, to see what the machines would say. Because I knew the machines are going to say that none of this is there anymore. And so I had told them when I made the appointment, I'm having some trouble with my glasses, which is true because they didn't work anymore. And so after they run me through the gamut, he comes in with this piece of paper and he says, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't know what happened, but um, here, see, I've written... At the bottom here, physician error, please remake. So that you can go back to the glasses place and they'll just remake them because this prescription was completely wrong. And I'm sorry I made this mistake. And I was like, actually, you didn't make a mistake. And can I tell you what happened? Because Jesus actually healed me radically and I'd love to tell you. And so I got to share this with the doctor and the nurse. To this day, I don't know what they think. I hope that God ministered to them through this because they were just looking at me like I was so crazy. But, you know, God says he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he is the God who heals. And he, that's who he is. It's his character. And so we can't not expect him to heal. And we have to be talking about these things, um, that he is the God who heals. So I would say... Today, just after the physical healing and the inner healing, I'm a completely different person. But I do believe my physical healing started with inner healing. You know, physical healing is amazing because we can see it and we're in awe and we, we should be. I just, to the day I die, I'll be sharing about how he can heal. But, you know, physical healing is for our earthly tent, it's for our body, and it expires, but the deep inner healing miracle that he can do affects our eternal man. It's our connection to Jesus, and we should be in awe at the miracle that he can do on the inside and what he can heal on the inside. So much of this was a really dark uh, journey for me, several years of a dark journey, and it's interesting that I feel like what he's taught me is that I can just see so clearly. He just exposed so much of the enemy's strategy. The enemy always wants to create a distorted identity. And so my identity was pain, abuse, trauma, and now sickness at this point. And that's what the enemy always does is he's going to distort either your view of who God is and his character or distort your identity or both. I mean, it works together. And if he can get us to believe a distorted identity, 
we just live in bondage because it limits us from stepping into our calling, our purpose, who we are, God's good intention for us, his good plan for us. I just feel completely different. I feel like in the inner and outer healing, he just really healed my identity. He just restored me to a place of who I really am. And that's why it says consider it pure joy when you face trials, because I wouldn't be sitting here and I wouldn't know Jesus and have encountered Jesus without some of these hardest things. And so I'm just really grateful. Um, I was going to read Psalm 103 because that is really my scripture for my life. Let all that I am praise the Lord with my whole heart. I will praise his holy name. Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things he does for me. He forgives all my sins, heals all my diseases. He redeems me from death and crowns me with love and tender mercy. He fills my life with good things and my youth is renewed like the eagle. And that's what he's done in my life. Sheesh, Lord. <laughs> Sheesh, Lord. You guys, y'all don't even know how much these stories have affected our lives. Like, we quote our storytellers all the time, or we oh, reference that, yeah, stories. That, and That whole Sheesh, Lord was from Clint, who was, <laughs> uh, we told his story a long time ago. Long time ago. He's from South Africa. That was one of his things that has definitely stuck. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we just want to say thank you because your stories, um, and this ministry is impacting our lives in so many ways. Uh, we get so much joy um, from from sharing these stories with you guys. So thank you. Yeah. So what do you want to say about uh, Sarah's physical healing? I do, do. I guess I could just put a sort of caveat. I was thinking, you know, some people aren't healed. You know, there's all there are those examples, and so. I, I thought the way she ended it about inner healing versus external healing and how the inner healing was for the the um, internal man and the man that's going to move into the next life and be with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was really powerful. I think that from my perspective, God's capable of healing both. For whatever reason, sometimes physically, we don't see it manifest here and now in the flesh. But we do know that there's no sickness in heaven so that when they go to heaven, their their physical ailments are no longer with them. So in a sense, they are healed. Yeah. Uh, I think so for me, I think about timelines. Mm-hmm. I want to contend for healing, but also with my hand sort of open, mm-hmm. recognizing that the timing is is his. The healing right. is his, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I can't, I don't want to try and manufacture it and and make people feel guilty because you know the the healing didn't happen when they prayed it, it it's there is a dependency here in this thing where if we understood all the things that God did then he wouldn't be God so you <laughs> know, amen it's up that's to perfectly him. said yeah yeah it's really good so but i i i so i really like her healing story i, I want to have inspire people with confidence to pray for it and to hope for it and to believe in the healer yeah. Um, 
I think that what makes this story so powerful is the beautiful connection between inner healing and physical healing and that God is still doing mighty works and he loves us. He loves his kids so much that he doesn't want anything to stand in the way of them being whole and them being set free. We talked a little bit when she was here about suffering and the things that we've been learning about suffering. And I think, you know, the knowledge of good and evil, that's we ate from the apple. And and I think to me, the knowledge of good and evil, sometimes suffering, we come up with answers that actually distance ourselves from God Mm. and we can't reconcile them. And we, we, we change our own identity based on those assumptions that we make or we change God's identity or or both. Like she talked a little bit about that. And so I, I think that it's so important to whatever with whatever you're going through to continue to press in and and you know the Psalms are a great place to go. Like God, David was pretty raw and real with God and cried out and let him know what was really going on and I think that attitude of of not letting go of God, of not, you know, if you talk about that woman with the issue of blood, reaching out and grasping the the hem of his garment, you know, like, mm. don't stop. Because 20 years, you know, she didn't yeah. tell a single person about that thing you know, in, in Italy of, of, of being drugged and raped. I mean, mm. 20 years of mm. of dealing with that. And who? nobody wants her to go through that. No one wants to go through that. And yet, she can look back in that and see how the, God used that to show up in a way that was undeniable, mm. uh, unrefutable mm. to her. There's no one that's going to talk her out of this thing where her relationship with Jesus and his power in her life is irrefutable. So God can take some of this stuff as long as we don't settle for mm. our own, again, knowledge of good and evil, we settle for our own logic. Or our own salve, right? Own. She said she was using her own coping mechanisms, yep. right? So she, for 20 years, she tried to cope her way. Mm-hmm. And Jesus was like, hey, I got a better way for you. And when she just changed that question, and then she sought more, mm-hmm. and she listened out for the word of the Lord over her life, those encounters, they changed everything. Mm-hmm. I, I would venture to say that I am, there are th- things I'm settling for because I have my own understanding on it mm. that God wants to set me free from. But it's a journey and it's continuous. And yeah. we'll, it's, there isn't no end point this side of, of heaven because uh, we see in a mirror dimly. So yeah. I think he's constantly revealing things to us. And but our our job is to continue to love God, love others. And those things go hand in hand. And if we're doing that, he's gonna show us some stuff that hey, you probably might want to let go of that way yeah. of thinking. Yeah, I've I got, got something better, better for you. <laughs> yeah. So and the enemy wants to get us off track and feed us nonsense. Yeah. Um, so it's a really cool story and uh, 
Yeah, thank you, Sarah, for uh, allowing us to share it. Yeah, we are so, so grateful. Thank you, Sarah, and thank you, listeners, for tuning in. Be sure to share this episode with anyone you know might be blessed by it. Um, Yeah, that's how our ministry gets out. That's how our ministry reaches others is by you guys sharing. So we thank you so much for listening, and we will see you soon. Love you guys. We encourage you to ask Holy Spirit what He wants to say to you through this story. We invite you to partner with us through your God-given resources of time, prayer, and finances. Without your sharing, these stories don't spread to those who need them. Without your prayers, we are limited in what we can do for the kingdom. Without your finances, these powerful stories of God's supernatural love go untold. God has called us to share His stories, and we invite you to be a part of that mission. For more information, be sure to check out our website at theunseenstory.org. Thanks so much for listening.